0: (music) Thank you.
1: You are all members of an exile team in your big climactic battle against the Britannic Empire which seeks to subjugate all realities, which is not a good thing. You are currently on your way towards Camelot Eternal which is their massive planet-sized shift ship which is currently launching an assault on all realities but is also being besieged by a coalition of exile teams. To deactivate the massive multiverse-destroying ship, you need to go and work to try and retrieve one of the keys that helps to pilot it that will be in the hands of leading members of the Britannic Empire. So, two questions to start off. First, what does your team ship look like?
2: Well, let's see. Given the nature of our group... I'd imagine we have some gothic spires and buttresses. Oh yeah, definitely
3: flying castle. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's basically a flying castle. I mean, I'm thinking of like flying castle by way of gothic cathedral.
0: Mm.
4: Ooh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some stained glass.
3: Yes, absolutely.
2: Although that said, I mean, given that one quarter of our team is decidedly not horrific, I feel like there might be some uh, some hippitacular tacular or aquatic touches.
5: What do you think? Oh yeah, like I won't. I think it should look like it has been submerged for a while and then risen from the deep,
4: like a flying castle with tentacles on the bottom.
3: Yes. Would it also be like maybe a flying like a gothic castle with like Tibetan fre- prayer flags like out in front of it? Oh yeah. Oh okay. uh, of course. Okay, some peace
5: flags. Oh, and uh, window boxes, obviously. (laughs) Outside of the giant gothic stained glass window boxes. Full of don't worry about it.
1: (laughs) Excellent. And who is piloting the ship right now? I suppose that would probably be me.
2: That being Professor Charles Dracula, founder of the D-Men and current exile.
1: You who are playing Charles D., what is your name? Uh, my name is
2: Miles Stokes, I do a podcast called Jane Miles Explain the X-Men, and right now I do a single episode of this
1: podcast. Alright, let's go down the rest of the team and see who else is on this team of exiles.
4: Alright, I am Jennifer Walters, also known as Ghost Lawyer. When I was working a case prosecuting the mob, I was the, I was the victim of a hit, nearly died, but then a spirit of vengeance possessed me, and now I can transform into ghost lawyer.
2: And you yourself are?
4: And I am being played by Tina Carleton. I do a podcast called Welcome to Storybrook and a blog about She-Hulk, called Lady Lawyer.
3: Doomed planet, desperate scientist very good doggos as his home planet of krypton was exploding young clark excuse me young kal-el was put into an escape pod by his father he landed on planet earth where he was raised by smallvillian werewolves ma and pa like ma and pa werewolf kent taught him small town american values and also werewolf values By day, he is powered by Earth's yellow sun, and by night, he is powered by Earth's kind of bluish-whitish moon. He fights for truth, justice,
5: and dog stuff. I'm assuming that's Ma and Pa both with W's at the end. Oh, that is... I'm into that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Maw
3: and Paw Kent. Um, yeah. I uh, haven't really decided what werewolf tribe they were from. Like, let's go with, like, I don't know, Children of Gaia. But that's a reference for people who will get that reference. As long as it's not the Black Spiral Dancers, we're in good shape. Yeah. Or not the Silver Fangs. Those guys are dicks. <gasps> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyways, my ac- anyways, he is Clark Kent, Super Wolf, a.k.a. Wolfman, And my name is Joe Streckert, and I
5: host the Weird History Podcast.
3: It's a podcast about weird history.
5: All right, and my name is Max. I also host Welcome to Storybrooke, a podcast about Once Upon a Time, and I do comics about comics as Waiting for the Tea, or Waiting for the Trade, but there's actually a lot of those out there, so don't be confused. Uh, I'm playing Garth, aka Aqualad, aka Tempest, aka Wet and Wild a teen titan who joined a hippie commune after helping save it from a gang of motorcyclists.
2: And it occurs to me, uh, as everyone has introduced themselves, that I kind of forgot the part about Charles Dracula's origin. So, Charles Dracula was somewhat uh, abused by his horrible stepfather, and his brother, Cain Dracula, who would later become the Bat through the Crimson Bat of Sidorak, Charles Dracula himself was a vampire from a young age for reasons and has used his own trauma and his own puissant hypnotic abilities to gather a bunch of idealistic young vampires as his D-men to protect a world that stakes and fears them. And to try to create uh, a peaceful world of coexistence, albeit somewhat sexy coexistence, between the dead and the living. He also uh, goes around in a very fancy throne carried around by tiny bats. Is he bald except for a widow's peak? Uh, yeah, just a widow's peak and then nothing behind it.
1: So is it like a widow's peak that turns into a tonsure?
2: Uh, I don't actually know what a tonsure is. It's a, it's a monk. Like
1: the monk haircut.
2: Like a friar tuck. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think that is indeed the case. Atop his, you know, cape and giant collar and frilly shirt and probably a monocle.
1: Fantastic visual, fantastic visual. Well, as uh, Professor D is piloting the uh, drag bird, I guess, (laughs) I'm going to need you to make me a agility check to pilot this, because as you are getting closer to Camelot Eternal, there are space lasers, there are Captain Britons smashing up ships all sorts of other dangers, so let us see if you can safely reach Camelot Eternal.
2: Alright, what skills should I use for this?
1: That will be Agility.
2: Agility. Uh, not my best, not my worst, but let's see what we can do through the sheer strength of my Vampire Will. So that is a value of 50, which I guess would be amazing. And I have rolled a
1: 93. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Very, very good start compared to most of the others that I have had so far. So there are a large number of uh, ports on here, but the easiest one for you to reach is going to be in front of a large castle door, Mm -hmm. like large wooden arch, uh, metal bands across it, two big rings for pulling it out or pushing it in. Uh, you know. Giant castle door, giant castle facade, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and as you come down, what do you want to do?
2: I transfer myself, with the help of tiny bats, from the pilot seat to my normal, very fancy, uh, gilded throne, looking outward, saying, This castle is most impressive, but I don't see nearly enough buttresses, and what buttresses there are possess quite little gothicness, and are therefore inferior. Would you not agree, my friends? Those buttresses are indeed not flying.
4: Well, you know, I have always known that you're a buttress man. Personally, I could take or leave them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess we'll, uh, depart the Drakbird and, uh... I'm sort of a leading from behind kind of guy with my D-men, so I think I'm going to take a similar uh, stance here and let someone maybe with, like, sea strength and limbs or powers from Earth's currently not present yellow sun or really all of you are much stronger than I am, so someone else do something.
3: Yeah, given that we're in space, is it night or day? Is there, like, a sun or moon nearby? It's always (laughs) night and day in the
5: universe, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know, it is the bleed right now, so uh, how about you roll me a percentile check? Uh, If it is under 50, it will be morning, and if it's over 50, it will be night.
2: Okay, the wizard's dice roller says 74.
3: Alright, so it is over 50, so I am in my wolf form. And I want to emphasize that even in wolf form, I am still wearing my super suit. <laughs> like, I want to make that very clear. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I can take point. I can tank. Yeah, I can uh, be up there and uh, tank and spank.
5: All right, you loopy lupine. Let's get that door gonzo.
0: All
3: right. Let us enter freely and of our own will. Or let's pry it open like you pry open giant clams. star giant clams like that, like, I don't know, mermaids come out of, right? You wouldn't pry those open. Consent.
5: Exactly. <laughs> All you gotta do is ask, man. They'll open right up for you. Oh,
3: yeah. You have so much to teach the world with your caring hippie ways. You know what they say? The world is a place where you live. Well, back when I was a cub reporter, I learned that you could get into a lot of places... Just by saying that you were there as a reporter and wanted to do an interview, we could just knock on the door and ask. Hmm. Dracula is not against
2: this strategy, but he's also not confident.
4: You would have to change out of your super suit.
3: Werewolves can be reporters.
4: Yes, but you would have to... to... Oh,
3: that's a good point, yeah. Well, I could just, like, put glasses on.
4: Wait, who are you now?
5: I don't know! Uh, Yeah, or we could just pry the door open. Yeah, let's show that sucker who's boss. No offense. None taken.
1: <laughs> so you are prying the door
3: off. I guess yeah. a werewolf, a werewolf and a sea monster are prying open a castle door. Woo! Just as God intended. All
1: right. Uh, both of you, give me a strength check.
3: Okay.
2: So, all right, uh, Joe, I can click over here for you if you'd like. Uh, please do. That is a sixty-four for Joe and.
5: All right, uh, boy, my bonus is only twenty. Let's see. <clears throat> and a fifteen
3: for. Darth.
5: <laughs> Oof! So I got a um.
3: That is a uh, unearthly value.
1: So solid. Yellow. yellow. I get
5: yellow. And I definitely got
1: gray. Yeah, you got in the white. So I think what happens is like, you hear the door starting to lean as Clark Superwolf starts to pull his side of the door back, and you're, like, struggling, and Clark's door sort of just rips off the hinges slightly, and so you're stuck at the door that has now somehow gotten wedged and will not open at all. But now half the door is gone, so you have your entry into the castle.
5: Oof, nearly washed out there. (laughs) 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 Buckle in, I have more of these (laughs) Yes I have learned that diversity
2: is an important quality in a team Including diversity of humor Or humors There's blood and there's black bile and yellow bile and phlegm They're all great I have my favorite Maybe you all have yours
3: Yes, that's a normal thing for somebody to have (laughs) Is is
2: it not...
5: I mean, we're all from different worlds, but we're all water man. I'm the only water man, though.
4: I'm I'm more fire than water, though.
5: Point. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You are one hot chick. Oh my god!
0: Blood
2: is an element. <laughs> Elemental blood, bloodium. It's on the periodic table. Is it? That's why they call it. A, that's why they call them periods because they're from the periodic table and full
1: of blood. <laughs> oh my god.
4: So I think we should go into this castle.
2: (laughs) Into the castle.
1: Alright, and uh, who is leading the way? I would imagine our leader.
2: Uh, I I do prefer to lead from behind. It's a very awkward chair, so I kind of have to- it's it's large.
5: Again, tank and spank. (laughs) Nah, nah, how do you lead? With a torch.
4: Oh, yeah. Would you like to lead together?
3: Well, we could. I mean, do you have any, do you have any, like, spirity, stealthy sort of things? Or are you just on fire and easy to see <laughs> all the time? <laughs> I'm, de- on
4: fire. I'm on fire, so no, I'm not, I'm not what you would generally call stealthy.
3: So you're not, like, an invisible ghost, you're, like, a very obvious ghost. Yes. Okay, so the idea of, like, sending an advanced scout that, like, our enemies can't see, that's out.
4: Well, yeah, and... If I'm, with, if, I'm, if I'm with anyone, we're definitely going to be visible, and I don't think you're suggesting that we split the party.
3: We're
2: no. Okay. No. All right. Well, uh, I guess the uh, Lawyer of Vengeance will, uh, will lead the way next to Superwolf.
3: I'm always willing to put myself in harm's way for the good of all.
1: All right. Well, uh, Ghost Lawyer, uh, you notice that there's something weird. Can you roll me a reason check? and you'll be using your stats on the right side of each of the pairs because you are in your ghost lawyer form.
4: All right. So I rolled a 63, and so that puts me in the green.
1: Just in the green. Okay. Uh, So you notice that for a place that is supposed to be, like, the Britannic Empire and Captain Britain's, There's a lot of American flags on the walls here. Huh. This isn't what
4: I would expect a British place to look like.
1: Maybe it's a
5: colony?
4: Maybe it's been colonized.
5: Huh.
3: These should make me feel at home, because I used to fight for the American way. But then I realized I did not want my actions to be misconstrued as official American policy, so I stopped doing that. I have conflicting feelings about all this patriotic imagery. Also, I'm a wolf. All <laughs> valid points, my friend. Hmm. Mm.
4: Do, these, do these flags look like they're... You say there's a lot of American imagery, like American flags hanging and such?
1: Uh, yeah, there's American flags, there's eagles, there's, like, Betsy Ross uh, sewing American flags, uh, Statue of Liberty... Also sewing an American flag. Lots of just people sewing American flags. How many how many stars do the flags appear to have? Ooh, that is a interesting question. Do you want to use your super counting to figure that out? Yes, I
3: absolutely do want to use my super counting. Though being in being in lupine form, I don't think I have super counting right now. I have super senses. Would that would that count?
1: Uh you know I will let you use
3: your super senses there. Okay, cool. can I get a can I get a roll? All right. <clears throat> Superwolf, that is a 65 65
1: and that gives me a yellow. So it looks like there are 50 stars on the flag, which is very weird.
5: <laughs> Wait, do do the flags have yellow piping because that's a nautical thing, right?
4: And it is a nautical thing.
2: I'm no maritime lawyer, although I have encountered them. (laughs) Now, I did fight an American once, not just alongside them. He was a Texan, and he was so very, very Texan. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to describe how Texan he was. But I understand that is only a subset of these United States. Yes, Yes, there are other states. For instance, Delaware and South Dakota. This country is far too large... It would take multiple vampires to hold it down. I'm not so sure about any of this. Mm -hmm. But why? I suppose we could continue onward, attempt to figure out whether this area has indeed been colonized, or whether it just drapes itself in the finery of another as some form of deceit or guile.
1: Uh, So you end up going to a uh, four-way intersection in the hallway, uh, and there is a handy sign pointing you towards the Great Hall. The library or the restrooms.
0: Mm.
2: The great hall does sound
5: most impressive. Although the library might the library
4: sounds where we would go to get information. Mm
5: -hmm. The bathroom's the place where you're going to find water.
2: (laughs) Speaking of, how are you on water? I know you need it every hour. Are you are you doing okay?
5: I'm fine. I realized a while back I was meditating, and it came to me that you know water's in the air. It's all around us. Truly. All the is... time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all just a frame of mind, man. So, your abilities and your interaction
2: with them have evolved. In Among the Demon, we refer to that as secondary vampirism, <laughs> where you gain additional vampiric traits as the plot requires many years later.
5: Us Atlanteans have this really cool thing where we can learn magic without having to be raised in hell. It's super cool. You should look into it sometime.
2: I mean, hell was. Well, stylish at the very least, but I'll talk to my demon if I ever get back to them. I
4: feel like you should respect people who get their powers from hell. We all get our powers from somewhere. There's nothing inherently (laughs) superior to getting your powers from the water than from hell.
5: I don't know. The ocean's pretty big. You know what's also
3: big? The moon. Mm. All right, my temporary (laughs) demon.
2: We have a greater goal. For now... Ms. Walters, you make
3: a valid point. Information is what we need.
4: Yes. For knowledge is power.
3: I wonder if when we go to the library, some of the books will fly off the shelves and start flapping around like they are book bats. I've seen it. It's more common
2: than you might think. That's a highly specific
4: thought.
5: (laughs) Y'all think you're so great just because you can read, man. (laughs) Do Atlanteans not have written language? Dude, dude, dude. Do you know any books that can exist under the water? Well, perhaps you could, like,
3: write on stone tablets. Those can exist underwater. (laughs) I'm told there are some
5: children's books for bath time.
4: (laughs) So, yes, there are books that can exist underwater.
5: I'm messing with you. I can read. Okay. We sent a
3: correspondent for the Daily Planet to Atlantis once. After all, it's a Daily Planet, not the Daily Metropolis.
0: Mm.
5: We did not hear from them. We probably should have sent somebody who could breathe underwater. You know, I knew a lady who said that she dated a super dude once. Do you know her? Uh, well,
3: I mean, plenty of ladies have dated plenty of super dudes.
5: Her name's Lori. She's a mermaid. Okay. She's got brown hair. Oh, yeah, that sounds familiar. So you can tell she's the mermaid with brown hair. That's what they call her. An appropriate nickname, but library. (laughs) To the library!
1: So you find a massive library that is easily maybe a half mile long when you get in there. With like three stories of bookshelves, they've got those automated uh, ladders that go across that seem like you'd have fun racing them, but you're probably not supposed to.
4: Can I use my UCLA grad grad law school background to quickly gather information in here?
1: Uh, Yeah. Roll a reason check with a plus two column shift. So that moves your remarkable up to amazing.
4: All right. Well, I rolled an 85. So Mm -hmm. that puts me in the yellow.
1: Uh, Yes. Uh, So I will let you ask me three questions about this library.
4: Oh.
2: I mean, I, I I think it's not like a wish spell. I think we can, uh...
4: <laughs> can... can confer. So we're looking for this key. Um.
2: We also probably should figure out why this is all of a sudden super America-tacular.
4: Mm. That's true.
2: So history?
4: Yeah, so history of this particular ship, Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, any sort of information about the key? hmm
2: Right, and beyond that, I mean, I guess the opposition we might face, but that might be in there with the history of the castle. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what
2: else would be
5: particularly useful here? Uh, honestly, if we could find a, a map, because maps are the way to find a where map of this castle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so mm-hmm. I think those are our
1: three.
4: <clears throat> yes, can I locate a map of this castle?
1: Yes. So the three of you end up not too far away, splitting off. But there's a reference section. Uh, In the history, you find that this part of the Camelot Eternal came from a universe where the United States of America made England its colony? So that's why it's a reverse. Well... So
2: this part of the Britannic Empire perhaps does not have a Captain Britain, but a... Oh. It occurs to me, Superwolf, or Wolfman... Both are good. I've heard tell of a Captain America who himself shared certain traits with you for a time.
3: Yes, Captain America, who I know only through brief glimpses and company crossovers, and I are often compared. We are both considered super soldiers. If there was ever some amalgamation of us, we would truly be a potent force. Wolf, wolf. Wolf, wolf. wolf. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that being the case, that tells us perhaps a bit about what we might
3: face. Still incredibly jingoistic, I suspect. You know, I think it's often... Uh, said that heroes like I or Captain America are extremely jingoistic. But if you really want to get into it, the character that's actually most jingoistic in the history of most comic lines is probably Iron Man. He basically is an Rand, but superhero. This is way too meta. You should cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, he's the guy who like, uh, fights communist China as a supervillain. It's true.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk. There's some pretty <laughs> out there Teen Titans stuff.
1: anyway that answers your first question Uh, you then head over to the reference section where there is a map here but the closest thing they have is a globe and it's a globe that is constantly shifting around because this is a castle made with non-Euclidean geometry so once you get in you're good but Getting to the end part, if you're not so lucky, is a lot more difficult.
2: Okay. Well.
1: And,
4: your, and what your, about your anything about the background about the key? Any information about the Any... key itself?
1: Uh, yes. So there is a very short section on Camelot Eternal, the ship that all of you are in. And basically what it says is... Uh, There are a series of 12 keys held by the 12 leaders, and it's it's very just boilerplate. They don't want to give away all their clues. All
5: right. Hmm. So it doesn't tell you who the leaders with the keys are.
4: I sense we might have to fight Captain America's Britain
2: possibly possibly it occurs to me though if we seek the leader of this location as a leader myself i may have some insight i'm going to would it be appropriate for me to use my background a world that stakes and fears you which is all about my leadership abilities to uh gain some insight as to where a leader might be in a castle such as this
1: uh yeah roll a intuition check with a plus three column shift so that will be at amazing
2: all right. So, intuition, that's an, an amazing... Well, that oh. was, in fact, a natural one. What are the odds? <laughs> so, uh, at amazing, that is still um, very much a miss.
1: Yeah, that's even beyond our fails at that level. Unfortunate. Uh, yes. I,
2: I blink for a couple of moments, and then just suddenly, without any provocation... Turn into mist, and then I'm reformed in my chair. I forgot
5: what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> happens uh, all the time to me. No worries.
1: What actually happens, though, is when you reform in a chair, you reform in a chair where somebody else is sitting and currently knitting a flag. An American flag. Because that's what they do on this part of the ship.
4: They knit American and, uh, this flags? This
1: person is wearing. Okay. Yep. And, uh, this person is a captained America.
2: I, uh, look down. Why, hello.
5: You really jingoed his balls. <laughs>
4: Dude. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even a pun. That was just dirty.
5: <laughs> so,
2: uh, I'm going to, how does this, how does this captain react as I just
1: materialize? He looks angrier more than anything. He says, Who the Sam Hill are you? Um, okay. So
2: I'm going to, I'm going to attempt to spin this. Uh, I'm going to attempt to use my, it is my undying dream background, which is all about peaceful cohabitation, uh, to try to reason with him. Uh, I am Professor Charles Dracula. I seek harmony among the living and the dead, and in pursuit of that harmony have been taken here to attempt to find a compromise between your empire and, you know, those of us who are not in your empire. Um, so, yeah, first attempt, I'm just going to uh, try to be very, very vampirically charismatic.
1: Uh, yeah, that is going to be a psyche check at amazing...
2: Okay. That is significantly better than last time. It would almost have to be. Uh, That is yellow.
1: Uh, What is the number? Because if you do roll the nice number, it is a auto crit. (laughs) This is a 79. Okay, so 10 away, 10 away. (laughs) Next time. Well, I haven't seen many people like you around here before. Though I don't take too kindly to strangers popping up and sitting on my lap while I'm sewing an American flag. I
2: apologize for the awkwardness and inconvenience. I am a stranger in your amazing, very American home, and that's quite a nice flag you have there as well. Lots of red. Red is my favorite color.
1: Well, thank you kindly, stranger. Now, what are you and your friends doing here while we are being besieged by an enemy army?
3: Hmm. Is Charles Dracula the only one there, or can the rest of us see this, or are you on your own? Are
5: we lost in the stacks?
1: No, the rest of you see this. Okay. Okay,
3: so they all
2: come on over. Um, alright, so... Uh, let's try some vampire hypnosis here, just to tweak our uh, utter
5: lies a little bit. Well, we're the New America squad. We got white, we got red, we got blue, and we got wolf. The the four colors of the American
2: flag. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, in fact, uh, Garth, do you want
5: to just jump in there and uh... Okay. So you're laying your hypno on him while I'm word-talking at him. Yeah, so my goal
2: here is just to make him a little more pliant to our story, not to, uh, because it would be unethical to use my hypnosis unwillingly. I can only do it when I justify doing it every single time
5: with whatever rationalization I can come up with. And I'm going to be using my always with it, uh, my always with it grooviness to make him copacetic to the idea that we are the Ameripals. A brand new flag-based team here to assist him in the creation and containment of the ideals of America. The free, open road where you can ride out with your hair in the wind. Groovy chicks and low bell-bottom jeans and fringe just as far as the eye can see. Real America. Pie. The winds in my hair right now, because I'm covered in hair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will also be using my telepathy.
1: Well, your telepathy only works on Atlanteans. You do have your Haney force, but that has the risk of actually making this new continuity for Captain America.
5: Mm. You know what? I'm just going to piggyback on uh, Professor D's vampiriness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh so Dracula roll me a hypnosis check and Aqualad, uh roll me a psyche check. Okay, so
2: my hypnosis is amazing. I rolled an 86. That is yellow.
1: Alright, uh which <clears throat> which one's my thing again? Uh Psyche. Uh at incredible, that is going to be solidly in the green. All right. Okay.
2: And I am looking deeply into our uh, not opponent, but our uh, our new contacts eyes as the very vampiric potency uh, aligns with their heartbeat as blood pumps and pumps, and my will is clearly strong and correct. But I'm just sort of sitting in my bat chair, not really doing anything beyond looking, uh, making eye contact.
1: Well, I ain't heard about any America squad, but I understand that those dang Brits might be trying to keep it down. They don't like me as much as they like all the other Captains Britain. But old John Walker's taught him a thing or two about what America can do. So I'm happy to have you on board. Any way I can help all of y'all? All
4: Um, well we were hoping to find and protect these keys that can help defend your, your, your magnificent nation. Do you have any idea where those might be?
1: Oh, well, yes I do, ma'am. Yes I do. Uh, you're going to want to go into the musical section. Groovy.
4: <laughs> the musical section here in the library. Yes. Oh. Well, I I thank you very much for your assistance, and I guess we'll go check that out.
2: Mm-hmm. In the meantime, that flag is coming along yeah. very nicely.
3: It is truly inspiring. Its banner it could wave behind a superhero, maybe while they stand dramatically.
1: and uh as you head over there's a section that has a actually several original copies from different realities of the star spangled banner written on it by francis scott key key it says Uh. i see
2: okay um I guess we're going to. So, you said there are several copies. Uh, mm-hmm. This seems almost too simple, albeit pun based, which is its own type of complexity.
0: Mm.
3: As a journalist, I am used to going through all kinds of documentation, and one of the most important parts of going through documentation is looking for discrepancies or unusual things. So I'm hoping to use my cub reporter background to go through all the different versions of the Star-Spangled Banner and see if I can find any that stick out. And I'm in a
5: band.
1: Okay, uh, Clark Kent, roll me a intuition check, and I'll give you that plus three column shift, so that will be at amazing.
3: All right, cool. Going to be honest with you, not really that intuitive when I am a wolf. Um, So, it was it 26. Yeah, 26. That is a white. Wait, is it 26? That's so... So how's this work? It says my intuition score is 20.
1: Yeah, uh, with a three shift, that would be amazing, which is just in the green. Barely. So you understand you need to steal something. You're not entirely sure what it is, but what you know when there's American history involved and uh, something mysterious, you probably need to steal the Declaration of Independence,
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right as i'm rummaging through all these various musty copies of the star-spangled banner i'm just going to pop out underneath a pile of documentation maybe with like one of the documents kind of comically resting upon my snout and i'm going to say to my compatriots we to steal the declaration of independence
2: <laughs> i blink a couple of times and then delightedly turn into a bat, fly around the ceiling for a moment, and then go right back into my chair with a serious expression on my face.
4: Weirdly, in my ghost form, I feel a strange affinity for that plot. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the Star-Spangled Banner is ripped off of a drinking song. Maybe it would help if we were all drinking.
3: Indeed, it was a British drinking song. That's why it has more than an octave of a difference in it. In fact, let's say that you were a prominent bagpipe player in a city like Portland, Oregon, which has a celebrity bagpipe player, and you had to explain again and again why it is impossible to perform on the bagpipes because there are more notes in the Star-Spangled Banner than bagpipes have.
2: I'm still stuck on the part about drinking. (laughs) (laughs) But, as I have learned, controlling one's impulses, at least for the short term, is necessary for the good of the whole—the blood-filled, pulsing, living, breathing, red, wet. What?
4: <laughs> that's literally never been my experience, but I'm willing to give things a shot.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Do do you do you have blood?
4: I I don't think so.
2: Okay, that's. That's fine. I, I respect that.
0: Alright. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Charles Dracula looks over at Superwolf and Garth at this conversation and then blinks a couple of times and pays more attention
5: to what's going on. And I'm not mm-hmm. chuffed. I've seen Wendy the Werewolf Wrestler Season 2, Go Fish. I have literally no response to that. <laughs> I do have that's a young ref- uh, That's a Young Justice reference, y'all. <laughs> I do have blood, but given that it's powered by the sun, if vampires try to drink my
3: blood, they explode.
5: Yeah, that I think th- you're out of luck in this particular group. <laughs>
2: that may be for the best, but the point is, we're supposed to steal the Declaration of Independence. But where would they be keeping it? Hmm. Hmm. Ms. Walters, you're familiar with matters legal. It is something of a legal document, I suppose, is it not?
4: It. It is, it is some, well... No not exactly yeah. it's it's really more of like a like an internet rant gone viral
2: non transylvanian politics are very confusing to me,
4: yeah, yeah hmm. but I mean honestly, I would expect it to be here unless there's some sort of archive room that is different than the library.
3: It is a very old document. you would need to keep it in a climate condition- uh, climate-conditioned place, maybe with,
5: like, low light. The Absolutely. bathroom.
4: <laughs> no, you definitely don't want it near water.
5: Everything should be near water all the time. God, surface dwellers. I mean, everything. everyone's cool, copacetic. Fucking surface dwellers.
3: I live in the sky sometimes. <laughs> I sleep in dirt.
4: I have an apartment in Los Angeles.
3: <laughs> We're
5: in space right now. <laughs> That's different from the surface. There are so many places that aren't underwater. (laughs) And in one of them, presumably,
2: is the Declaration of Independence. Now, if I were, say, fixated upon pomp and magnificence and impressing others, if I had a document upon which my entire society was based, I would want it to be seen by everyone around me. If there were a Great Hall that it could be kept inside in some sort of glass case, guarded by seductive vampire princesses, or giant spiders, or me. Uh well that's what I would do.
4: You would guard it yourself?
2: Only if someone very important was coming to find it. Then I would be there to greet them. Got it. Vampires have
3: princesses? They're a monarchy? <laughs>
2: Uh, There's, it's a very complicated system of European nobility. It would take a long time to explain. Wait, very uh, well.
5: There there are girls who aren't princesses? Because, I mean, everyone, every girl I've ever met has been a princess. So this is news to me. Yeah, some are countesses.
4: I agree with (laughs) Professor D. I think we should check out the Great hall.
5: Indeed, indeed. You can count on that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't hit the table with the mic recording like that. So, we will attempt
2: to uh, head instead to the Grand Hall, assuming that there may be something useful there, like the Declaration of Independence. If we pass by our knitting captain, we'll just sort of give a
1: jovial wave. Salute. He, He waves as you all go and head towards the Great Hall, which... Unlike all of the other, like, architecture in here, it looks like your generic VA hall. So it's, like, one story, sort of cramped. You can see all the, like, tiles on the ceiling that have, like, water damage that haven't been changed since getting installed here. Wood paneling, it's just very 60s, 70s aesthetic.
4: Like a drop ceiling? There's, like, a drop ceiling in here? Groovy. Mm -hmm. All right. All right.
1: And there are a series of tables set up here. There looks to be some drinks. There's some lemonade, some iced tea, some water, and, like, those orange coolers that you can uh, pour out of. And, uh, yeah, let me know what you want to do.
2: Is there any blood? Just cups of blood, jugs of blood, blood kegs, blood vessels of any sort? Damn it, that's what we should have called our vehicle.
1: (laughs) Uh, roll me a reason check to see if you can find any blood.
2: Okay, <laughs> blood-finding roll. Um, I guess, okay, uh, I, I think the mark of Cain, not Marco, might apply here. It's all about controlling my hunger, which means seeking out sources of blood where I can safely find them.
1: Yeah, I'll give you a plus two column shift on that. Okay,
2: uh, and what type of ability would I be using for this?
1: Uh, That's going to be intuition.
2: Unfortunately, that is still amiss. I do not find any
1: blood. Nope. No blood for Dracula.
4: Honestly, this is 26. terrible hospitality. They, sh- they, they, were- they should have known there were vampires coming. They should have laid out some blood.
2: That's what I say. Agreed. Ah, <sighs> well, if the rest of you would like to refresh yourselves, I'll just be here in my very fancy chair talking to my bats.
5: Uh, is there any just water on the table?
1: Uh, yeah, they have like one of those big orange jugs with water in it. Uh, labeled water on like a piece of tape that has a uh, Sharpie on it.
5: Well, it's time for me to get all wet. I'm going to pour that water on myself.
4: <laughs> well, who's doing that. Are there any other doors in this room other than the one we came in through?
1: Is there any beef jerky? <laughs> Uh, there is a path into a kitchen, there are two bathrooms, and there looks to be, like, a small stage. There's also, like, a few framed photos and documents on the walls in here.
4: Are, are- are- any of the framed documents the Declaration of Independence?
1: Uh, three of them are.
4: Do- do any of those three documents- I'm gonna check- do any of those three documents have treasure maps on the back?
1: Uh, they are framed if you want to them off. Yeah, I'm going to take, to yeah,
4: take them off the wall and pop open the frame. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, you take them off. And it looks like all three of them are part of a treasure map.
4: Wait, they're all part of a treasure map? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I'm going to bring these over to the stage and lay them down. Like, I assume they're part of a, like, they're puzzle pieces that make up a treasure map. So I'll lay them out so we can get
1: a good look at them. And roll me a intuition check to see if you can figure out this treasure map.
4: Cool intuition, you said. Yes. That is in the green.
1: You are able to like put them in the right order, and it looks like you've got most of the map, but there might be one more piece missing.
4: All right, Wolfman, you're the most American of us. Any ideas?
3: Um, does the map repre- uh does the map resemble anything familiar looking?
1: Roll me a intuition check.
3: Green, just barely.
1: So, you notice that it seems to be making up the outline of uh, this part of the castle, at least.
3: Okay, but not any, like, familiar American locations or whatnot? No. Okay.
1: Is there any
4: indication, so, is there any indication on this map where the key might be?
1: You don't see where the key's location would be. You are also missing what might be a fourth section of this map. You are also missing a section of this map that has the bathroom on it. I guess
4: we're going to the bathroom!
1: Bathroom.
2: bathroom. if that helps. It really does. It really does. Much more relevant to me, uh, bats are, than anything else that might occur in a bathroom. Our vampiric physiology is far more elegant and less horrifying than those of you living people who I absolutely respect and would love to share the world with peacefully. I go to the bathroom in the woods. There are so many customs in the world that are new, even to one of my age. Is
3: super wolf Catholic? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Um. Yeah, I hope it doesn't have any silver fixtures.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: Uh, true. Or mirrors. Mirrors are more
2: uncomfortable than anything else. They're not painful all right well i guess we'll go ahead and take the maps with us i have some scroll cases on the side of my very fancy throne
3: that we can keep them safe in yes let's roll up the declaration of independence a
5: centuries-old document and put it in a scroll case several (laughs) (laughs) several (laughs) declarations of independence well we can we we will carefully
2: (laughs) attempt to do so and if it seems like it's not working out we'll abandon that plan (laughs) I'm sure um, it's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Well, with uh, after one more quick look around here to see if anything else catches our eye, I suppose we'll head to the bathroom.
1: Uh yeah, so heading towards the nice bathroom, there is a men's and women's room They're they're fascist, so they do not really respect they don't really respect genders beyond the binary. They're shitty that way.
5: Uh, Well, as someone who's primarily from the 60s, but also from lots of other decades, I heard a rumor that they always keep nice stuff in the ladies' room. So that's probably where the key is, right? It's going to be somewhere?
4: It has not been my experience that ladies' rooms are particularly nicer, but sure, let's check it out.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so as, I guess, uh, Garth and uh, Ghost Lawyer go into the bathroom... It looks like it's been pretty much untouched, but there's nothing that looks like it might be hiding the Declaration of Independence. There is a couch in here if you want to try and go through the couch, but it seems unlikely to have a Declaration of Independence.
4: What, what about a key? Is there a key hidden in the couch?
1: Uh, do you want to go through the couch?
4: I do want to go through the couch, yeah.
1: Uh, Alright. I you going to set the couch on fire? Not intentionally, I imagine.
5: It, Mommy,
4: it seems like if I said that No, that seems like a bad idea
5: We're assuming the key's made out of metal and not wood Or Wait, wasn't the key Francis Scott key?
4: The, I think that was just a bad pun Oh,
5: okay
4: yeah, yeah. I
5: thought it was a good pun <laughs> There's no such thing as a bad pun Only
1: bad people
4: Is there anything <laughs> in the couch?
1: <laughs> How are you going to search through the couch?
4: Um, I guess I guess with my intuition. And I guess...
1: Well, no, like, are you going to, like, rip it apart? Or are you just going to, like, carefully take the cushions out and feel around for it? Yeah, I'm
4: just going to take the cushions out and feel around. And, and I'm also going to kind of uh, just run my hands over the upholstery to see if anything's been sewn into it.
1: Nope. I mean, it's a bad bathroom couch. There's nothing outrageous about it.
4: Okay. And there's nothing, and when I pull off the cushions, nothing's fallen in between the cushions? No. Okay. All right, I don't think it's here.
3: Okay. I'll check out the men's room.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll go with uh, Super Wolf. And um, we, we could all go. There's no reason to <laughs> That's split true, up. we don't need to split up. <laughs> It's a little challenging to get my uh, impressive chair through the door, but I've gotten pretty good at maneuvering it. The bats are excellent at finding just the right angle to take me into
1: places.
4: I see there's no respect for the ADA in this particular dimension.
1: Nope, they're fascists. I raise
2: my fist and shake it.
1: (laughs) uh, Yeah, so going in, like, right on the wall, you see a framed copy of the Declaration of Independence. It's always nice to have something out of urinals so that you can
3: read while you're peeing. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> okay. Alright.
2: Well, we'll go ahead and uh, take that down and once again carefully take it out of its frame to see if that fourth map fragment is on the back.
1: It says connect all four pieces of the map.
5: Probably not here. Hmm. Okay, as in
4: Like the word like the words on the back are like it's written on the back, connect all four pieces?
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: Ooh, I bet something magical happens when they get connected.
0: Hmm.
2: Dark magics. Indeed. Let us assemble these puzzle pieces, create a greater whole from their diverse components. Some living, some... Okay, they're just maps, but...
4: Okay, but let's do that in the ladies' room, because y'all will write it as cleaner in there.
2: We can do it on the couch. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm so glad I have evolved beyond those horrifying functions of the living... You're in trouble now. Okay, I lied. Sometimes there are bad
0: puns.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So we head to the women's room and to its
4: couch. We assemble the pieces of the Declaration of Independence map.
1: The four pieces of the Declaration of Independence map start to glow and then merge together, rolling up to form a large key. (gasps) Hmm. Okay.
2: I would say it seems too easy, but that was actually
3: quite a roundabout method of key assembly. Hmm. What's a key look like? Is it one of those is it just like a normal key or is it one of those keys that's like a skeleton key that's glowing and that there's like an eye where the like little circular part should be or you know, does that teeth coming out of
1: it? It's not a boss key from Zelda, it's more of like your generic key from Zelda. Mm-hmm. Alright. But big enough that if someone got hit with it on the head it would probably knock them out.
0: Hmm. hmm.
3: You know, being obviously magical it looks like it could possibly hurt somebody if they were to pick it up.
5: I'll pick it up. I'll ta- <laughs> take that risk for you. Wait. But dude. 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 Uh, isn't magic one of the things that hurts you? Shouldn't it be I feel
4: like I should pick it up because I'm a skeleton hurts... and not a vampire.
5: Magic hurts most people. Yeah, but let's like it's one of the few things you're weak to. You're mm-hmm. like,
4: um, what's the word I want? Like a, like your kryptonite.
5: <laughs> Magic is my
3: kryptonite. <laughs> Kryptonite's also my kryptonite. Huh. Yeah.
4: It's a little on the nose, isn't it? Boop. <laughs> <gasps>
1: okay, so who's picking up the key?
4: <laughs> I'll pick up the key.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, you pick up the key. Do do do.
2: <laughs> all right well now that we have found the object of our search now we can make use of it that was
1: our uh quest right to find the key and then use it to shut down the uh
4: but we have to meet up with the other teams right get all the keys
1: yeah and you need to call in and say that you got the key so we gotta go back to the ship then all right all right to the ship to the dragbird
2: and it's multiple buttresses So we're just going to uh, use a trick that Charles Dracula learned a long time ago, which is that even if you are a group that consists of a vampire being carried by bats, a groovy aqua teenager, a wolf in a Superman costume, and a flaming skeleton in a power suit, if you just look like you know where you're going, if you just look like you're supposed to be there, people probably will leave you alone. Probably. And so we'll head back in the direction of our ship.
1: Uh, Yeah, when you get... Uh, Back to like the two doors Including the one that was removed They put a American flag Over like the Missing door while they're getting it Repaired but nobody really stops you Confidence
3: mm-hmm. I know that that is technically A violation of flag code <laughs> I suppose that's true
4: But if they're not military flag codes really just more a set of guidelines
3: mm.
1: Yeah <laughs>
2: So, we, uh, push past the hanging American flag, and we go ahead, and, uh, if we are not, um, if we are not blocked, head into our ship and begin the procedure to talk to Exile's Command. You've
1: reached Exile's Command. What's up?
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is the New Demon, we're still workshopping the name, but the point is, we have successfully infiltrated a particularly American version of the Britannic Empire's citadel, and have retrieved the key from therein.
1: You are cleared to return back to base. Good job, New Demon.
0: Hmm.
2: Why, thank you. Unless we have any other business here, my friends. No, yeah. all good. Lead on, Big D. <laughs> Alright, well, we uh, undock from the American Britannic Citadel and begin our travel back.
1: And I think we see the ship pulling off into the bleed back towards the base with the key retrieved. And uh, credits run.
2: Uh, so yes, I, I have been both Professor Charles Dracula and Miles Stokes, so I do a show with Jay Edidin called Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men, which is a weekly deep dive into a comic's greatest superhero soap opera with all of its continuity, clones, time travel, etc. We try to make our favorite comic franchise make sense. I also did a smaller show a few years back with Elizabeth Alley called Thor, The Lightning and the Storm, which is about Walter Simons and Thor Run. So you can find me at explainthexmen.com or thelightningandthestorm.com and all of the associated social media stuff.
4: Alright, I was Jennifer Walters, and I am Tina Carlton. I do a podcast about Once Upon a Time called Welcome to Storybook that has actually just about wrapped, and may have wrapped by the time this airs. And once that's done, I'm doing one about Charmed, called Welcome to Hallowell Manor, and one about Farscape, called Welcome to the Uncharted Territories. And you can find all of those (laughs) at ilovetelevisionzines.com. I also am a lawyer, and do a blog about She-Hulk as a lawyer, which you can find at She shehulk.lawyer. It's called Lady Lawyer.
3: My name is Joe Streckert. Uh, I have been Super Wolf. Uh, I do a podcast called the Weird History Podcast. Uh, most of it is one-off episodes about unusual historical things. For example, one time in the early 1980s when the Soviet Union almost accidentally declared nuclear war. Or about one time when the New York Times published a big thing on fake grunge slang or presidential pets or that kind of thing. I also occasionally interview authors. Uh, I interview authors who do both academic stuff and historical fiction. Um, I did an interview with an author that does murder mysteries in ancient Ro- murder mysteries in ancient Rome that have to do with, uh, have to do with cooking. Uh, I also interviewed a guy who wrote a history of the American beef industry. Uh, I talked to a uh, Shinto priest who wrote a book about Japanese internment recently, and I also occasionally do long-form series about things like North Korea. But yeah, that's over at weirdhistorypodcast.com. We have a bit over 200 episodes, and check it out.
5: And I'm Max Carlton. Uh, I played Aqualad, aka Garth, aka Wet n' Wild, aka Tempest. Uh, I do welcome to Storybrooke with Tina, uh, a podcast about Once Upon a Time, which is almost wrapped up. We are about to start two other podcasts. You can find them on Apple Podcasts or at ilovetelevisionzines.com. I also do Waiting for the Tea, which, uh, is a series of comics about comics. You can find it on, uh, Tumblr, on Twitter. I have a Patreon where you can get special bonus content, uh, also under Waiting for the Tea. I just realized I made a mistake. I interviewed a Buddhist priest, not
3: a
1: Shinto priest. So strike that part. <laughs>
5: and I guess that'll about do it.
1: And I have been Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at Coltreg That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. This has been part of the 12-part Exiled uh, crossover event. Uh, series of one-shots. Uh, thank you all for playing. Uh... We have episodes that are going up all through the month of November, along with the conclusion of the Exod Podcast, which has been a weekly plus uh actual play podcast. Uh, if you want to get into it, we have all sorts of links for new listeners, and you can find more about that at, at you can find more out about that at exodpodcast.com. We also have a Patreon that is under my name that you can uh, follow and that is where we are going to be demoing things for our post exod project uh thank you guys all again for coming on the podcast and playing our weird captain Britain except it's captain America and also uh national treasure role playing game uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Thank you Luke thanks for the invite this was a ton of fun I'm excited to uh hear how all the other chapters turn out as well
3: yeah this is great yeah. yes thank you for, for having us.